If it's happening now, you're hearing it now. Jackson's News Talk 101.5 FM. Playing no more stuff. It's got drums or beats That's in it. That's my favorite. So. That, I love, you know, I love the, the real original doobies. What's <laughs> <laughs> this about? I'm not nothing. 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 It is 12:35 here on the midday smack. And I never can think of that guy's the first singer's name. The real when the real Doobie Brothers were. I can I can just. <laughs> don't, don't do it, Mike. Don't do it. Stop, Mike. Stop. What are you doing? Uh, man, I had so many jokes I could have thrown out right then, but I'm, I'm being very restrained at the moment. I don't know how. It is 1235 here on the Midday Smack. Mike Doles, Julie Cook with you. Phone lines are loaded. Let's go to those, and you'll be up next on the Midday Smack. Hello? Hello? No, they're not. Go to this one. You're up next on the Midday Smack. Oh, honey, Mike, and who was your guest again? Uh, Julie Cook. She is one of the co-hosts here on the show. Oh, hey, Julie. Yeah, I'm David. I call from California every once in a while. Yeah, oh, you hi do. There. How are you? Yeah. Hey, I, um, I don't know if you watched the uh, hearing this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not watching any of that stuff. Well, what I was going to raise, uh, you know, if, if somebody has a nonprofit, and they they come up with a hoax idea, and they start raising money based upon a hoax. The the nonprofit can lose its status. You know, people will be forced to <coughs> to give their money back. And uh, so it's pretty clear if um, if you've been keeping track of not only in the hearing today, but uh, when Clarence Thomas's wife started getting busted a couple of months ago. I noticed that she had some tweets with uh, uh, was Meadows, was uh, Donald Trump's uh, chief of staff. No, Mark Meadows. Yeah, Mark Meadows. She was tweeting to Mark Meadows on election night. They knew that the election was lost. There was no way that he was going to win. And, in fact, the polling before the election showed that Trump had so botched up the epidemic, he had screwed up in a hundred different ways. He wasn't going to win the election anyway. Well, he dang near did. I mean, if you look at the vote tally. Well, it was, uh, what, six million here or there. Yeah. But uh, the the, uh, the bigger point was is that he knew on election night that he'd lost. And he still came up with this idea. Uh, and, in fact, Virginia Thomas, in these tweets to Mark Meadows, they're already strategizing about how they can do this January 6th thing, where they can come up with the fake electors that they can send people from uh, to the Electoral College uh, from that are not authorized to go. Yeah, but that happens in every election. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. I've, every election we've had so far, I've heard this same discussion no, about, about, the, about the losing party talking about uh, getting the electors that go to, to change their vote. Well, so it's basically the same thing. Changing the vote is, is one thing, but... But it's basically the same thing. It's an elector going in there saying something that was not voted correctly. 
but it's not the same thing. The, the Democratic Party puts together their electoral slate. The Republican Party put together their electoral slate. And then whoever wins in that state, that slate goes to the Electoral College. And, but in this case, and in the only time that this has been an issue, apparently was 1960 when Hawaii was a brand new state. And uh, and that in the John F. Kennedy Richard Nixon race, uh, there was a, uh, an issue about Hawaii's uh, electors. But in this case, they actually came up with fake electors. And if you go to uh, there's a newspaper in Louisiana called the uh, Louisiana Illuminator, and you can find it lailuminator.com, and look for the uh, uh, the total list of all of the fake electors and they uh so virginia thomas and uh mark meadows were already strategizing about how they would be able to create fake electors now this is fraud and uh and they submitted documents with signatures saying that they were the authorized uh, electors for Arizona, Georgia, Wisconsin, Michigan, uh, think of all the different states. But they, uh, they, they committed fraud by, get, by tricking people into believing, first of all, that Trump won. And he went to 62 different court cases with no evidence and won one of those cases, but 61 times he lost because he had no evidence. There was just some guy, some photograph, some uh, nuance that they claimed uh, justified a court case. The, the judges threw them all out because they had no evidence. But they have now perpetrated hundreds of millions of dollars people have donated to, uh, to Trump's campaign based upon fraud. I, actual fraud. They knew on election night that he lost. All right, David, i, I got to cut you off here because we're just going way too long with this. Here's what I want to see. I don't want to see any of that stupid stuff because Trump's not there. He is not the president. He's not sitting in office. They want to have these hearings. That's fine. Don't stick them all over television and take away from the point that we've got gas prices that are $5 plus a gallon average right now, and they're doing absolutely nothing about it. They'd rather... Sw throw all this Trump stuff in our face, a guy who hadn't been president for two years. We got people in Washington that aren't doing a flipping thing right now. Nothing. Absolutely nothing except throwing this stuff up the past back in our face over and over and over. I don't want to see all that stuff. I don't even want to hear about it. What I want to hear and what I want to see is what you're doing to fix where we are. Food prices are out the roof. Gas prices are out the roof. There are things we could do to fix all this stuff, and the people who are in charge of fixing it aren't doing anything except harping on the past, and it's that one's fault, this one did this, this one did that, like a three-year-old trying to blame everything that's going on on something else or at least uh, turn our attention towards something else. I want to see them fix the problems now. My problems are paying $5 a gallon for gas. It's not what Trump did or Biden did or anybody else. I want them to start fixing stuff. That's where I'm at. So I could care less what they throw on television. No, I'm not going to watch it. Because all it is is just a big distraction right now. But I do appreciate the call. I'm okay. <laughs> Julie Cook's over there. Sure? Yeah, I'm fine. It, it, it perturbs me to no end. 
when people just want to keep saying Trump, 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 Trump. Guy's not in office, people. He's not in office. If he announces he's going to run for president again and you want to come up with five bazillion reasons and whatever about why he shouldn't become president, that's fine. I don't care. But he's not president right now. We got a lot of problems that are right now. We got to fix those. We need to be worried about that. Not everything else. 1242, back to the phone lines we go, and you'll be up next on the smack. Thank you. Yeah, go. Uh, oh, I'm on now. Okay. Uh, I have a question here which concerns me. I, I don't believe in the blame game either. It doesn't make any sense at this point. But in my family has contributed to the Republican Party for probably over 60 years. And when they come out with something, they need something, we've done it. But I'm, I'm concerned now is where's my recourse because I want my money back from the sideline Republican Party campaigns that were on a fraudulent basis. And that basis was that the election was not properly done. Now, I wouldn't account for Mr. Trump understanding at midnight on election day knowing the result. I don't believe that at all. I believe that we waited for a final count and it didn't come up his way. And then all these other things going on saying it wasn't, and now they're evidencing that uh, it wasn't. So the fraudulent campaign after the election for funding from the party and its offspring focuses for funding, I want my money back. All right, let me ask you this. <clears throat> and I'm not saying you, that you shouldn't get your money back for, by any means. Were you shown any evidence of any of this stuff before you sent them that money? Absolutely not. Well, then why did you send them money? I sent the money based upon it was a need for campaigning that might have had a justified reason. It turns out the reason was not justified. The solicitation was done fraudulently. Well, then again, I would say that you need to go to whoever you send the money to and, and talk to them about it. I'm not going to send money to anyone uh, that hasn't proved to me that I'm sending the money for a good reason. I'm not going to send it on a on a basis of I think or we believe. I'm not sending money to that. You show me some proof in advance, then if I feel like I need to help, I will. But I'm, I'm not going to send it based on we think or we might, ever. I mean, it's, it's a good way to lose money. I mean, it just is. And I wish you luck, you know, in getting your money back. I would say you probably won't, but, you know, I wish you good luck in getting it. And like I said, whoever you sent the money to, that's who you, who you need to talk to, for sure. Appreciate the phone call. Back to the phone lines we go. You'll be up next on the Midday Smack. You know, my it's not all about being three-year-olds crying about the past. And as much as you need to deal with the situation currently, you also need to examine what caused the situation and know how to re avoid repeating it. We're in a very real danger of the situation being repeated. And the situation that caused all this from the get-go, do you remember the 2020 oil crisis? Uh, I couldn't tell you, not right off the top of my head. You'll have to be a little more specific of what it was. We barely heard about it because Trump nipped it in the bud before it had a chance to have major repercussions. And what that was is OPEC and some other organizations decided uh, demand is down, we need to lower production. Russia didn't want to play ball. OPEC said, fine, if you don't want to play ball, we'll just flood the market and lower the price um, that way. And Russia, about 
had a panic and stock markets dropped significantly. So Trump stepped in, negotiated with OPEC to help Russia. And that was a two-year deal in 2020 that Trump negotiated between OPEC and Russia. And OPEC said last winter, they said, as soon as this deal is over, we are going to uh, recoup some of our losses from that deal. They, they told everybody that oil, their production cuts and oil prices hikes were coming. We didn't really pay attention to it. Then add to that, uh, most of Europe is now boycotting Russian oil because of the Ukrainian invasion. And what's something that made that Ukrainian invasion a little bit easier for Russia? Oh, that's right. Trump withheld military aid that Ukraine asked for because they wouldn't help him investigate his political rival's family. So we've got two direct links. Undeniable, out in the open, public actions by Trump, one to help Russia, one for his own personal political gain that are directly contributing to how much gas and everything else is costing right now. Hey, I appreciate the phone call. I can't go on forever on this, but I do appreciate the phone call. And by the way, I'll just put this out there. Um, Look, I am no Trump fan, so don't get me wrong. But at the same time, I try to play devil's advocate. The people that are in office right now are just as dirty as anybody else that has come through that office. So for everything you say bad about one, I can say just as much bad about the other. They're all players in that game. And the fact that people want to sit back and point fingers at one instead of all drives me bananas. Because they're all crooked. All of them up there are doing this kind of stuff. They're doing it for their own gain. Every one of them. The one that's there now, the ones that have been there before. That's all there is to it. And so I I get time. That's why I say it's like a bunch of three-year-olds passing blame back and forth. They're all dirty. They are all dirty. Quit sitting there saying, well, he did this and he did that and he did this. And he." if you want to, you know, investigate him until the cows come home, I don't care. Go ahead. Do it. Don't throw it in front of me all day long saying this is the reason we're where we're at now because it's not. Everybody up there is doing the dirty stuff. You know it as well as I do. Y'all can pat your boy on the back all you want to regardless of who he is. If you're a big Biden supporter, you can trash Trump all you want. If you're a big Trump supporter... You can trash Biden all you want, but they're, the whole bunch of them put us where we are. All of them. I get tired of the one-sided game with this because it's not. Appreciate the phone call. Appreciate you listening. Twelve forty-nine. Uh, Julie Cook's sitting over there like a nut on a log. Right now. <laughs> I just—it's—I I don't know. I'll, I'll, I just, I'll let y'all have that. I don't understand. I, I, it, it's, it boggles my mind how, how people can just bash one person over and over and over when they know the other side's just as dirty. You know, call them all out like I do. Call them all out at one time. Quit sitting there saying Trump's a monster. Quit sitting there saying Biden's a monster. Call them all out. You know, don't do not do this one-sided thing. You know that well, they're all that way. I just always have a hard time participating in a conversation where, you know, there's so much name-calling. and There's so much anger behind and it. And there's so much, you know, if, if you can't have an intelligent conversation with all the adjectives 
and all the name calling and all the insults, then I, I can't, I just can't engage in that. And so I just don't. That's why I said it reminds me of a bunch of three-year-olds. I mean, it's, there, there is no solution to whatever well, they're doing. It's a big problem, you know, and I think at the end of the day, I mean, I still think we probably know not all that's going on and there are reasons that people do things that they can't share with us. The American, yeah. You know, everybody's not meant to know everything. And I, I, I try to keep that that's in mind. hidden that we should know about. Well, there's a so. lot of things that's hidden that we should know. Yeah. Absolutely. But, um, you know. But when you're blaming, in that political power, you control you control the game, you know. you're If you're the team with the ball. <laughs> who's kinda, got the ball? Yeah, well, <laughs> I think everybody's dropped the ball in I, there. That's what I want to know. <laughs> who's got the ball? we got to get this news break in. Julie Cook up with a look at news. We'll be right back to wrap it up. An excessive heat warning is in effect for West Tennessee during most daylight hours until 8 p.m. tomorrow. The National Weather Service issues an excessive heat warning when dangerously hot conditions exist and heat index values could reach up to 112 degrees. A heat advisory is issued when heat index values of 107 are expected. West Tennessee, along with North Mississippi, Eastern Arkansas, and Southeast Missouri are under the warning. There are several safety tips to keep in mind when the temperatures are up this high. They're listed on our Facebook page and at WNWS.com. A new political conservative activist group has formed in Jackson. We the People of West Tennessee gathered at the Old Country Store late last week where guest speaker C. Richard Archie, the West Tennessee director of the Tennessee Firearms Association, addressed gun rights and pending legislation. A spokesman for the group says We the People will try to meet once a month and via Zoom. The average price of gas nationwide has jumped over the $5 mark. Here in the Jackson area, the average price is hanging around $4.70 for now. I'm Julie Cook. If it's happening now, you're hearing it now. Jackson's News Talk 101.5 FM. These come in from the Man's Record Service text line. This one says, to add to David's comments, all, almost all the judges that threw out the court cases and the election commissioners that certified their states were conservative slash Republican. This one says, there is so much anger in their conversation, including you, Mike. Really? I'm not angry. This one says, I'm with you, Mike. The politicians on both sides need to do something about improving our economy and quit trying to find the missing length that Trump gave the orders for people to invade the White House. And that will wrap it up. We got to go. Time Cook. flies when you're having fun. I'm telling you. I man, mean, it I does, was, seem, it does was, seem like it really went quickly. Today. Man, I was really wanting to talk to more people hating Trump and Biden on the show, and I just ain't got time. <laughs> <laughs> Why do that when you can talk about pedicures? I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm telling you, and 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 uh, breakup cards. You know, we hey. do, we do take things very seriously. Oh yeah. Hey folks, have yourself a great day. Jimmy Duke, the midday mix. He's on the way next. We'll see you again tomorrow, 11 a.m. Right here. From the heart of the Hub City in downtown Jackson, WNWS 101.5 Jackson. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. The House Committee investigating the U.S. Capitol breach on January 6, 2021 is continuing with its public hearings. Speaking with Salem Radio, former Senator Jim Talent believes the spotlight won't divert America's attention from the consequences of the Democrats' political agenda. Americans are suffering enormously. Uh, there's going to be an electoral response, which they know. 
and they're suffering because of the policies. And deep down, they know this. I'm talking about the leaders of the Congress, the Democrats. They know it's because of their policies, their monetary policies, their border policies, their crime policies, their pandemic policies. Some GOP members expressing similar views. The House Democrats appear more intent on thwarting former President Trump's possible political ambitions rather than addressing the pressing problems facing the American people.